Welcome to the I Work For Him Power Pod. I'm Michael Miracle, producer for I Work For Him, the voice of the faith and work movement. We are on mission to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. Each quick listening power pod is designed with you in mind and jam-packed with kingdom resources to help you connect your faith and work. How will this impact your workplace? Let's find out right now. You know, a lot of times when Christians get together, and I use that Christians, uh, quote-unquote Christians, get together, uh, they call it fellowshipping, they, they spend time talking, but what happens often, what's really great, is when Jesus followers get together, they start to formulate bonds, they start to formulate ideas, they start to formulate collaboration, and that's where the power of the kingdom is. The Christian Leadership Alliance has an annual event called the Outcomes Conference, and the idea is to bring together people that help nonprofits to become more excellent in what they do each and every day, and those nonprofits. And those, the networking that happens in the kingdom is powerful. And that's why we want to kind of introduce you kind of a, a backdoor scene, a backstage scene is better the word, to some of the stuff that's going on. And as we do these shows, we are so excited for you to hear different perspectives from people that have never been on the show with us before today. We're talking with Al Lopez from the Best Christian Workplace Inst- Workplaces Institute, and we got Chad Carter in here. He's from the Gideons International. These guys are we're going to talk about flourishing cultures, flourishing Christian cultures. Shouldn't it be that every Jesus-following nonprofit is a flourishing culture? When you go to work, it should be the best place in the world to work. Unfortunately, that's not necessarily the case. So we've got Alan Chad to straighten us out today and how we can fix the culture that you work within or go to church within. Al Lopez and Chad Carter, welcome to I Work For Him. Great to be here. Thanks, Jim. Thank you, Jim. I hope you feel that way at the end of the show, Al. That's all I get okay. to say. Okay. <laughs> all right. So, Chad, was there ever a point in time? Was there was there a point in time where you realized, hey, this this faith thing, this Jesus person that I'm following, it should impact everything I do. It should impact my work. Where maybe your work was disconnected before. Was there ever a time where, hey, the light bulb went on and go, like, wait, wait a minute, I don't have to be in a church to be in ministry. Hmm. You know, I actually saw my dad come home on a, a daily basis uh, where he would, when he would come in the door, he would say, Whew, what a day. Mm. And unfortunately, uh, you know, the workplace seemed to just uh, crush him, if you will. For me, as a believer, one of the reasons that I love what I do, and I get the privilege to do it at the Gideons International, but I also get to partner with uh, the Best Christian Workplaces, is that I get to go into places to help them take that out so that people can, can engage with their work and engage with God at the same time so that it's not uh, a toil uh, for them. Because God actually called us to work before the fall. Amen. That's right. So we should be able to to live our lives in full peace. We should be able to live to the glory of God, and we should be able to work uh, on a daily basis and bring glory to Him without it being a toil. It's important to also understand that God not only called us to work, but also called us to work alongside Him. He brought Amen. the animals to Adam to name them. Adam didn't have to call him into himself. God wanted to work alongside of us. Al Lopez, what about you? Was there a time in your life when you said, wow, my faith, my work? I mean, you came to, you came to Christ later on in life, which is awesome. So did you, have, did you have a disconnect that you had to connect in your faith and your work? You know, I had been involved in a number of leadership situations uh, before uh, coming to faith in college. And, and as I started to work with leadership teams as a believer in ministry, 
I sensed the cohesion level that was so much deeper and richer and our relationships were so much better and how we were able to identify and, and you know, th- through cohesion work together more effectively. I was just, I was like, wow, hmm. there's something going on here. And, and uh, that really, really made an impression on me. So they made an impression, but did, did it turn the light bulb on for you to say, hey, this Jesus faith should be impacting everything I do. Everything, yeah, absolutely. And 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 what it came, what what I've as I've looked at at it now, forty years later, that became the imprint for me of what Christian community should be, and and that was the model that I've kind of kept in my mind of what is what should you know what should my life be, what should Christian community be, and how how does that then impact uh, my work and everything I do? And uh, it really. Uh, I talk with college presidents, and I say, you know, I'd I'd love to see your faculty and staff demonstrate because of the relationships they have with each other, these Christian relationships, that that they would be a model for your students for the rest of their life, mm-hmm. as to as to kind of an imprint of what Christian community and and an experience should be uh, uh, for their students. Chad Carter, what about you? Christian Leadership Alliance, you've been involved. How how does it impact you as a leader at the Gideons International? How does the Christian Leadership Alliance help you be a better leader? Yeah. So when I came to uh, to uh, out the Outcomes Conference, uh, one of the things that impressed me is that it helps us to increase and improve our competence levels. Mm-hmm. I know that's a big word. Uh, forgive me for using it. but uh, <laughs> It's only three we, syllables. We're good. Uh, we, we, we send our employees uh, from the Gideons International here uh, to get ideas, uh, to glean ideas. So when they're sitting in a room, here we are, we're the Gideons International, here's the Salvation Army, Samaritan's Purse, uh, other organizations, we get best-in-class mm-hmm. opportunities, and we also get the opportunity to connect with those people so that even after the Outcomes Conference, we're able to connect. The world is so much bigger. The ministry is so much bigger than just the Gideons International, mm-hmm. so much bigger than one particular ministry, and we, we want to connect those, those ministries. And CLA, the Outcomes Conference, helps us to do that. That's you know, the power is in the connecting. We would say that. I mean, and that's what Jesus is all about. He was always about connecting people, introducing people to him, which is what we're trying to do to each other. And we all have a piece of the kingdom living inside of us and to be able to connect that together so we can operate more effectively, more efficiently. It's powerful. Let's just talk about what is a flourishing culture. And Chad, what didn't you have? And how do you get there? I mean, I, I want to I want to dig into this. I want transparency yeah. here so people can learn. So go ahead. If not, he's going to well, leave. No. Well, <laughs> let me let me share this, and this okay. is not original to us as far as the language, but uh, but I love the language. And what we d- decided to do was to define what they mean: culture builder versus culture buster. Mm. So one of the things that we we got tired of is paying people to bust our culture, and we knew people were there that were that were unhealthy. Let's just put it that way. That's a, and, and in many cases, we needed to help them be a blessing somewhere else. That's right. Uh, to free their so, future. But when you say unhealthy, right. you mean that so they need spiritual healing? Okay. All right. Yeah. So a culture buster would be someone who might say, that's not my job. Uh, they live an offended lifestyle. You know those folks. Mm-hmm. Uh, passive aggressive behavior. The, the good Christian bystand, you know, that, that we like to embrace, unfortunately. A lack of grace, legalism, inflexibility, closed-mindedness. Uh, here's another one: emotionalism. Emotion. Uh, not not healthy. Not healthy in the workplace. 
unable to receive feedback, uh, indifference, lack of self-development, uh, uh, defensiveness, and an inability to work on a team setting. But we want people, as Al was talking about earlier, we want to be living by the fruit of the Spirit. Mm -hmm. That means that we're going to be people who are going to be culture builders. Here are the behaviors that we expect. We want to embrace our shared values. Within the Gideons International, at our international headquarters, we have four shared values. We want those individuals to embrace those values. Sure. Uh, to be an individual who daily asks for and lives, uh, asks for feedback and lives out the fruit of the Spirit. Intentionally accepts responsibility for self. In addition to that, has identified and understands how their calling builds the mission of our organization. Uh, understands their calling uh, is someone who's willing to go the second mile. Uh, Chick-fil-A is probably one of the best organizations uh, on the planet. Uh, not to mention that I love their food. But yeah. they, well, they do they a great job. They make they technically make Jesus chicken. <laughs> Christian chicken. Christian chicken. It's Christian chicken. And fries. And then uh, we're people that give the benefit of the doubt to other people. Mm. We don't just immediately jump to conclusions. And then finally, we regularly ask for forgiveness. Uh, we don't just do the apology. Uh, I apologize if I hurt you. Uh, well, that, that's or I'd that's like a, to apologize. Well, that that's a, a cheap way of trying to ask for forgiveness without asking for it. Mm -hmm. Let's let's literally, as a Christian, as a believer, yesterday, literally, I had to say to my wife, you know what? That's not the way I ought to behave. I'm sorry. Would you forgive me? That's intentional living. That's the kind of thing we want in our workplace culture, so that we are better employees, but we're also better. When we're at home with our kids, uh, I'm a better husband, my wife's uh, a better wife, etc. What does flourish really stand for? And, you know, I love the word flourish, and you've actually turned it into an acronym within the Best Christian Workplaces, Al. So tell us what the word flourish stands for. In, in, our, in our way of reflecting it, flourish stands for the eight drivers that really drive employee engagement, which then ultimately drive uh, increased outcomes for a ministry and we're at the outcomes conference and That's when you right. do these eight things then you have higher engagement where mm -hmm. people are really emotionally connected to the organization the job the mission and and things happen you know good things happen so mm -hmm. flourish the acronym first and let me say before that this is not just me creating the word flourish and then creating some words around it it's actually based on research these are these are based on hundreds of thousands of employees comments and uh, and responses to question that that then they're grouped together by like questions okay. anyway f for fantastic teams l for life giving work where people really feel like the work they're doing is important life giving work o outstanding talent we want to attract retain and motivate just outstanding people u is uplifting growth that's that's growth and development we have to continually feed and give uh, uh, uplifting growth to our people for the organization to thrive in the future. We need to provide rewarding compensation, good compensation and benefit programs. I is inspirational. We're talking about Christian nonprofits. Go back to that. Yep. <laughs> you said R was rewarding compensation. Why is it that Christian nonprofits believe that people should work for less money for a nonprofit than they do if they're out there in the general market? 
because the uh, well, that's a that's a <laughs> rhetorical <laughs> question. That's you know. another <laughs> show for another day. Because <laughs> right. they can get away with it, I'm afraid. Yeah. yeah. Inspirational leadership is I, and mm-hmm. uh, again, inspirational leadership for us is that re- leaders reflect the character of Christ. That they have excellent programs and they have integrity and trust. Uh, sustainable strategy. People need to know that there's going to be a future of the organization and that they're actually meeting the needs of those they serve. And then finally, H is healthy communication, and that's two-way communication. And oftentimes, uh, Christian leaders think communication is just one way. It actually is two ways, where, where you're listening to what employees are saying and acting on that and actually re- removing barriers uh, to, to getting the job done. Talk about the impact on Gideon's International a- after eight years of working with Best Christian Workplaces Institute. To, now you have 20 seconds. How, what kind of impact? Where is it at today? Huge piece now. We're actually able to go out and actually impact the ministry itself. So our people in the corporate international headquarters are ready now to actually launch and help the, the nearly 300,000 members around the world. Mm. And the fruits of, of the Spirit are they being lived out by your leaders. They, they really are. You got to check out Best Christian Workplaces online, bcwinstitute.org. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers, our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately, I work for him. Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him Power Pod with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Want more? Hear the full broadcast at iworkforhim.com. Stay connected and receive power pack content. When you sign up for our blog at iworkforhim.com or follow us on social media at iworkforhim. And finally, if today's message inspired you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review helps launch more workplace missionaries across the nation. That's at iworkforhim and online iworkforhim.com.